my name is Angelica Mello and this is my podcast Neuroscience in the Bible. Today I wanted to talk to you about flow. I don't know if you are familiar with flow. In psychology, flow refers to a mental state also known as being in the zone where the person is performing an activity in a full energized focus. They are fully involved, fully immersed There's also enjoyment for the activity. And what happens in the brain is that there's also uh, less activity of the prefrontal cortex, which is what is needed for the concentration or a goal. Um, I mean, concentration on a goal or a task. And this is basically because less activity in the brain means more focus. We were not, not, listen to me, we were not meant to be multitasking. So when a kid tells you that they can text, listen to music, and also do homework, don't believe them. They are not doing it. I'm also a teacher, and I know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yes, when flow is happening, there is less activity, which re in a way requ is required for concentration, and therefore it's called an alpha brain that facilitates the free flow of information. And it's uh, actually causing a sense of effortless in that execution of the task. So in other words, I'm going to explain it to you the way I understood it. There was a study that it was done in people who perform in, they are considered superhumans or they have super abilities um, when it comes to performing a certain craft. For example, they studied the brain of an Olympian champion, a super athlete, a neurosurgeon, a composer, an artist. And the most amazing fact about it was that the brain activity was really reduced to one part where they were fully focused in, in their creation. And also that this is the, the, the most important part for me. They said that there was a part that it was like the nagging voice that it was shut down. And I believe and I, I, I correlate with it because I do feel that we are our worst enemy. You know, we are our worst critics. And sometimes when we disqualify ourselves and we have these thoughts of self-consciousness, immediately we can just stop ourselves from performing what we are capable of doing. In this case, these people were the opposite because they have numbed that part of the brain that is almost like disqualifying themselves. Um, they were able to even achieve more of their capacity or their normal capacity, which it was already great, considered that they have accomplished so much in their area of expertise. These people also were able to be focused and remain in a task for longer than 36 hours, 48 hours without drinking water or eating or going to the bathroom. So imagine defining your own human nature. Uh, so when I think about the concept of flow, I think about all of the way that, you know, the brain is, is, is wired to perform in full capacity, but at the same time, it's the area of our lives where we are less conscious of how we are perceived by others that makes us be more able to perform at a higher or more enhanced capacity. Another part that it was interesting to me is that recently they have also, in a way, study the brain of kids who are being observed while they're performing any type of task, whether they're playing with Legos or drawing or, you know, just creating. 
there is a sense of ownership in, in, in their craft, in the, their creation, that they can sense that the kids are even enhancing motor skills, cognitive skills, and even performing and learning in the way that they are actually just enhancing or approaching to even higher abilities according to their age or the state that they are at. So this is very interesting to me because basically that's what happens when kids play in a sense they are not really thinking about oh you know uh what this person is thinking of me or or you know i'm so bad at this like and and this is the way that they become superhumans as well um so when i think about flow i think about what would it be a scripture right that that comes to me um knowing that there is a correlation or a connection between psychology, neuroscience, and the Bible. And the scripture is Galatians 2.20, where Jesus talks about, um, no, basically Paul talks about what Jesus did on the cross. And no longer, he says, I live, but Christ lives in me. And the word I in Greek uh, it means ego. So it's interesting to me because that's what I feel that it's what gets in the way of me accomplishing or performing at my, you know, most increased capacity. And I believe that that's what gets in the way when in relationships or even in in our own, you know, work situations or daily situations. So I remember there was a time when I got a revelation from God when he said, you know, um, whenever I had these qualifying thoughts about myself, that I should come to this into disagreement with those thoughts. And it was almost as, you know, I was conscious about like feeling so bad, reacting uh, so bad to a situation where I've experienced rejection or giving you know getting really bad feedback at work or having a misunderstanding or miscommunication or any type of conflict and immediately my reaction will be you know understanding that those thoughts about me disqualifying thoughts about me I needed to disagree with and I made that choice in that moment and the situation completely changed instead I would start talking to God and ask him how do you see me, God? How do you see me in this situation in particular? And it would be so different, the outcome. And I would be able to go back to my activities or, you know, even have that conversation and 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 not coming from a place of insecurity and, and, and worry and disqualifying myself. Um, so I don't know. I just correlated because I do feel that most of the time we have been called to do uh, things we have a purpose we have capacities and and what gets in our way is that ego <laughs> you know thinking about what people would think of me or that need of relevance and acceptance and approval instead of being free to be fully myself and immerse myself into my creation and in becoming one with my creation to deliver what I'm not only capable of doing but even beyond so I believe there's so much study about so much studies about this concept of how is it that in flow we can get into places where we can just not only have great relationships but great performance at work 
or even at home, or even function in a way that we have more energy, we have an enjoyment, we've had happiness, we can really bring a state of well-being and health into our bodies while we are in that state. Um, no longer my ego lives inside of me, but God's ego lives in me instead. And from that place, I believe that also Jesus spoke about denying yourselves and the word denying yourselves doesn't refer to you thinking you know that you're not worthy or you shouldn't be thinking about your desires or being you know selfish and and just focus on you and what you want and what you need although I think it's a little bit of that but at the same time I believe that when you deny yourself you're losing conscious of yourself therefore you stop thinking about how the people perceive you and how you are seen. Instead, you are focused on what God sees in you, what God created you to be. Therefore, you get to perform beyond those capacities that you think you have. And you can go above and beyond your wildest dreams. I have another example. I do know that there are ways that you know the brain functions where you can even have the most optimal uh, capacity or way to use it, that you can have amazing memory and you can have amazing uh, brain activity, just recreating these paths or neural paths that start firing and then becomes so sharp that you can not only have great um, attention, great focus, but also you have neural connections that are just encompassing in everything you need to have super natural abilities and ideas to come up with a solution that probably, you know, you being conscious of yourself wouldn't come up with. So I do know that we have this capacity to lose conscious of ourselves to deny ourselves knowing that when we do that, when we stop thinking about how I am perceived in the world, but more how I can contribute to the world and I start just trusting in that and get into that flow, that zone, I can even go beyond whatever limitations I have for myself and I can perform in a superhuman capacity. I remember um, this story about how is it that you can go inside a kindergarten and ask kids and who is an artist in here and you will have every hand raised up. And right after that, you know, at seven, eight or even 10, 11, it goes beyond. We start thinking about the way that we are conceived or perceived about, you know, in the world. And that's where we lose that type of magic that we all have to perform truly and fully being ourselves and reaching out uh, places that are unthinkable, even for the human mind sometimes. So I invite you to get back to be a child where you can be less conscious of yourself so you don't become self-conscious, so you can just go in that flow and start performing using that amazing ability that God has given you to reach for the stars. I believe that your ego no longer lives in you. 
but it's Christ's ego so you can be in flow every single moment of your day, of your life, specifically knowing that you have a purpose and you have been equipped with everything you need to give fruit. Blessings, and I hope that you can tune in for more episodes. Share, give me feedback. I would love to have a review and keep learning uh, every single day how God can use neuroscience to reach better understanding and wisdom for our world and our lives. Thank you.